Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver Wayne Johnson, who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great. Hey guys, Wayne Johnson, Wednesdays with Wayne, episode 56. This is going to be short and sweet this week because we didn't have any racing for the last couple weeks. We've got canceled and COVIDed and all the good stuff in between. But, uh, you know, the Outlaws have really, you know, I don't know any other series that can make it happen as as good as they can and as quick as they can, you know. Uh, They just canceled, what, uh, was it Thursday? Mm Mm-hmm. And here it is, uh, Tuesday of the following week, and we've got a whole new schedule. So that's pretty cool. But, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But, uh, man, we'll talk about uh, our travels. We uh, had a brutal go of it with uh, going to Volusia, of course, and racing. And then they canceled the Talladega and uh, Georgia race. And then the following week, we got weathered out at, at uh, Mississippi and Louisiana. So, we actually hang, end up hanging out in uh, Navarre Beach, and uh, we went there thinking, man, we'll just go hang out on the beach. Well, I think the warmest day was maybe 45 degrees, and uh, that kind of stunk. So we were there for four or five days and wanted to leave, but then the big snowstorm hit through Texas and Louisiana and Mississippi and delayed us a couple more days, and then uh, actually I think we might have left to come home Saturday morning and maybe a day early because man those roads in louisiana were horrible yeah we spent a lot of time in louisiana on that what is that 20 yes well we went on the detour uh, i i told you not to get off there i said it says you can get off there but i can't promise it's any faster but you decided it was horrible it was horrible but we the saw roads, lots of upside down semis and random the, stuff. And, well, the roads were just—I could not believe the roads were that way. It looked—it was like the whoop section at a Supercross race. <laughs> and had, people were just flying through there. Like, they have no big deal. They have no plow trucks in Louisiana, Apparently. so they had these dump trucks dumping sand and driving through the snow, trying to knock it off. And it would, and then it, like it would melt during the day and then freeze at night. And then it was like the whoop section. Well, and then wherever it was might be clear there were potholes the size of a small vehicle that you could just fall off in we've seen so much stuff in that travels i mean we honestly went like 25 miles in probably three hours yeah it was was brutal so we didn't make it home till uh sunday sunday but uh got home sunday afternoon and uh, now the boys are back in the shop. Uh, they tore the car apart today, and com- nothing was wrong with it. They just wanted to go through everything, kind of get a fresh start, and kind of get back in a rhythm because we had a few days off, and the car just rode around in the trailer basically for about two weeks, two and a half weeks. So, But uh, that stunk, uh, just hanging out on the beach. I mean, that was the worst. You know, the beach is right there. You know, we went walked on the beach, ran on the beach, all that stuff, but it was just horrible to... Be in that situation, and the weather was that bad. Do you realize that the rest of the country was, like, without power and water for those days? We got off pretty easy. It wasn't the best, but compared to what we could have been. We always got power and water with the beef, hon. Oh, yeah, it doesn't let us down. <laughs> well, that's been, like, a project in itself, too. Oh, my goodness. You know, uh, just 
tinkering with that thing here in the last day or two, just fixing here, fixing the little things that are just, you know, probably don't even need to be fixed, but they just bother me. So Well, and then I've gone down the rabbit hole of the internet where you can upgrade RV parts and things, and I have found, like, the mecca of, I mean... There's just so much stuff. We're not doing update. anything. That's what he says, but there's there's samples of stuff coming in. Well, I'm not doing I'm anything. I'm going to convince you. You're him. not creating all this extra work for me. I, so this is my plan, and I told you this the other day. When we have downtime, if I have all the, the project ready to go, and then you have that day where you're bored, I'm going to like present it to you, and you'll do it because I know you. <laughs> yes, we can say I've you know me well. I've already figured this out. If I already have all the stuff ready and in my mind, I've got a plan and I know what's going on, you'll do it. Yeah, just because boredom is not my thing. Because you can't sit still. True. So I've got a list. Good well, time. guys, let's, uh, let's take a break and we're going to come back and we'll talk about uh, the schedule coming up and uh, what else, whatever else Sarah's got going on. So, Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars, micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open wheel racing. Visit outlawwings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw. Okay, guys, we're back. So... You know, we talked about this earlier in the, earlier in the first segment of this of this podcast, but uh, you know, they being the outlaws, they have man, they have, they can just rebound. I don't, I mean, that's why the, I guess they're the greatest show on dirt because <laughs> they can, you know, they just rebounded with the, uh, you know, they canceled the Vegas, they canceled Phoenix, they canceled the whole West Coast swing uh, in the in the spring, and hopefully we'll get to go back in the fall, but. Uh, you know, they gave us, a, you know, they sent out our group texts and was telling everyone what was going on. And actually, we were on our way home from Florida tonight. They're, they were like, don't leave Florida. Don't leave Florida because we're going back. But we're trying to put a schedule together. But we needed to come back because I think I mentioned this in the last podcast. You know, our truck was in an accident. So we had to bring it home to get it fixed. And anyway, long story short, uh, getting that thing fixed up. And then, like I say, now the outlaws are you know, with their schedule, we're going to back to Volusia on Friday, uh, May the 5th. I mean, not May, March. May, March 5th, <laughs> March 5th. And then, uh, you know, then we go to uh, East Bay East on Bay. the next day. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's awesome because uh, I don't know that the Outlaws have been to East Bay maybe ever. I can't, I don't know that answer, but I mean, I think they have, they have years ago. This, I saw online, they went in 1983, so before my time. Wow, that's been a long time. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> and I love East Bay, you know. We've I don't won, think I've ever been there. We've won the King of the 360 there two times, and uh, I won an open 410 race uh, back in, I don't know how many years ago it was, but uh few years back and uh i remember winning that race with uh and greg hodnett run second so uh, i've won a 410 race and 360 races at east bay so looking forward to going there and then magnolia uh is back on 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 march the 12th mm-hmm. which was just a reboot basically because it got canceled because of weather and that's a really cool place really nice place uh but i don't know that the outlaws have ever ever been there uh that i know of and then 
we drove by uh, Monroe, uh, Louisiana. They call it the Rev. I've never even seen the place other than driving down 20 the other night at two miles an hour, and we've seen it there on the south side of I-20. So looking forward to going there March the 13th. And then then we go back to uh, Friday, Friday, uh, March 19th and 20th. We're going to back to the Cotton Bowl, Page, Texas, uh, two-day show there. You know, we've been rained out there so many times in the last two or three years. And then last year, you know, we were in the pit area and COVID hit and they canceled the race. We were in the pits. So we turned around and drove back home. So looking go- looking forward to going back to COVID or COVID. <laughs> no, no, we're not. Cotton we Bowl. are not looking forward to going Cotton, to COVID. <laughs> looking forward to going back to Cotton Take Bowl. Take those words back. <laughs> but uh, and then after that, I believe we're going to US 36 and I don't know the dates, but uh, uh, and U.S. 36, uh, what is it, March 26th, mm-hmm. and then uh, back to Lake of the Ozark uh, on March the 27th. And then uh, after that, it gets back to normal, I, th- I believe. We go to... Peevely. Oh, it's, oh no, no, I'm sorry. One April April the 2nd and the 3rd is a two-day show at Peevely, Missouri. Yep. And then after that's when it gets back to normal, back to the, the normal schedule that we had planned, and that's at uh, Lawton and Devil's Bowl. Mm-mm. And uh, careful now. Nope, not yet. Yeah. No. Lot in the Devil's Bow. No, you're skipping a week, sweet pea. So we go to Bristol. We're going, no, we're going to Indiana. Oh. We're going to Kokomo and Tri State. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We go to Kokomo the following mm-hmm. weekend, April 9th and 10th. We go to uh, Kokomo and Hobstadt. Then we're home. Back to Lawton and Devil's Bowl on April the 16th and the 17th. And then my birthday weekend, we're going to Bristol. And then the Bristol race. So That's exciting. So that's a lot of racing that they've, you know, that they've just kind of, I don't know, pulled their, pulled it out of the hat and made it happen. And, and, and my, you know, I give, I applaud those guys because, you know, it takes a lot of time to put schedules together and make people... Uh, you know, or, or organize the people to make it happen, and and uh, they did that in a, just a matter of a few days. Well, I think if anything, you know, twenty twenty taught a lot of lessons, and they really figured out that you know being able to adapt and have a backup plan was the way to go. And so it's cool to see them take. You know, they made stuff happen last year, but this year they were even more on top of it. Well, I think That's they learned cool. a lot, you yeah. know, and just uh, flying by the seat of their pants, really, and. You know, I guess when you own a few facilities and like Volusia, you know, we can make that happen easily. But, uh, you know, East Bay, they've butted heads with East Bay for years. So I don't know how they pulled that off, but I'm glad they did. Right. So just looking forward to, uh, you know, we got a big track back to Florida. I know a lot of teams are still in Florida. I know Craig Kinzer stayed at Captain Jack's and uh, Sides was uh, in Milton. So I think he went home this week and. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I think the uh, Shuhart and uh, Allen, I believe, they stayed in Florida, and uh, I seen Sheldon and and uh, Jacob were at uh, Supercross, so they were still in Orlando. So I'm thinking those guys are all just hanging out down there, waiting uh, for us to get rev back up here in a couple of weeks. But uh, looking forward to it. The guys have been busting butt in the shop, just going over everything, and uh, we went to Volusia with a with an engine that we had. Uh, you know, left over from last year that still had some time on it, and it's got 16 nights on it. So we're t- we're actually going to Volusia with a fresh piece. 
Well, I think it's kind of a unique situation where a normal year, you go to Volusia at the beginning of the year, and then you don't go back till the next year. And so it's like you're getting this little redo to kind of see where you were to build off of what yep. you had, you know? And I mean, I that's feel- kind of neat. That's a neat situation. And I feel like we we're gaining speed. Uh, I think our motor was just a little bit off just because it's wore out, but mm-hmm. uh, we're just trying to finish off for a few nights, and so... I uh, feel like we got our car driving really good, so now with getting a fresh bullet in it, maybe uh, we can get some get to qualify better and be good to and, compare. and compare. Yep, for sure, because we got some good notes there. You know, we just raced there four four nights in a row, right? A few weeks back, so. But yeah, no, nope, looking forward to going back there, and then, uh, like I say, I don't know why, but really excited about East Bay. Well, awesome! I'm excited because uh, a lot of those races that you just mentioned that are coming up quite a few of them I've never been to those tracks so I feel like that's the kiss of death because when I say I've never been to that track something keeps happening and I don't get to go we'll stop stop saying that I I feel hopeful this time such as California which I have never ever been to California and ever since I've known you I'm like I want to go to California and we have it planned and it's never happened I don't know it's just because I haven't been you've sold it not that great but I really would like to go just once or for that matter Vegas Somehow, some she, does, way, she doesn't. Never she doesn't get out much, guys. I'm pretty sure that was apparent from last week's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I think we uh, need to take another break, and we'll come back with questions of the week and all of Sarah's spill or whatever, and uh, finish this thing off. Sorry, we didn't have a lot to talk about this week, but uh, hard to uh, come up with things to visit about when uh, there's no racing. But anyway, we'll take a break and come back. Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high-quality custom Nomax race suits or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel, and top-quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page or email highsideracewear at gmail.com for more information. Okay, we're back. I have a question of the week for you. It's kind of like a comment slash question that I got in. I think Caleb sent this quite a while back, but I had it in my notes. So, Caleb from Topeka, he said, Congratulations on one year on the podcast. Wayne, in 2016, I was in person to see you win two of the three features, including the last lap pass on Sammy to win the Hockett McMillan Memorial. Say that three times fast. That year at Lucas Oil in Wheatland. I know it isn't your biggest payday win, but that race is becoming one of the more prestigious 360 races in the nation. Where does that win rank for you on your favorite wins? Uh, It's right up there. Um, You know, that that race eluded me for a long time, and Jesse was a really good friend of mine. And that was one of the races I really wanted to win, just like the Ronald Laney Memorial, because Ronald was a really good friend of mine, and they've both passed on or whatever. And those two races eluded me for a long, long time, so... Honestly, uh, the first time I won the McMillan uh, Hockett race, I actually had tears in my eyes, and I think you were there. So I was. Uh, <clears throat> you know, it's just it's emotional. You know, those guys mean the. They were good friends, and same way when I won East Bay, I was all choked up. Uh, you know, just I was there the night that Ronald died at East Bay, and and uh, you know I'm getting a little bit choked up about it now. You know, those are my friends, and okay. and uh, just had lots of good times with them, and and miss them both. So. Uh, those races are, it goes way past the money part. It's yeah. more of uh, an emotional, a little bit of a roller coaster because you just did that. But uh, 
you know, when I won that race, Jack was in victory lane with me, and, you know, that made it really special too. So uh, just really those race, though, both of those races are really close to my heart, even though they did, you know, they paid 10000 to win, which is a lot of money, but I ranked those right up there with the uh, the big money race at I-80 that I won, you know, the, the what was it, 60-some thousand dollars. So, uh, and that's a big deal because it was a lot of money. But uh, those races are, are they're, they're, they rank higher than, than even the money races. Right. Well, that race was pretty special in my book because I think since I've known you, that was probably one of the bigger wins that I've been there to witness. And my kids were able to be there. And I have like some of the best um, pictures and memories from the kids being in victory lane. Remember when Tyler came up and was banging on the nose wing and he, woohoo! It was like the cutest thing ever. Like it was so well, cool. and and even it makes it better that uh, racing with Sammy. You know, oh, Hall. that was amazing. And it was a battle. You know, it was back and forth, back and forth. Squeezed me off. I'll never forget the race. Uh, you know, I fell back. I think I started on the front row, and I fell back mm-hmm. to like sixth or seventh. And I thought, man, we are done. And I just got the wing back and got to working on changing my lines up, trying to figure out where my car worked at because I was off. The car was off. And I just got to moving around, trying to find what worked and I, where I could keep my momentum up. And I figured it out, and I started really gaining on those guys. And then I got to him, and I passed him, and then I screwed up a little bit, and he kind of pinched me off a of four. And uh, But I knew my car, where I could go where they couldn't because I'd moved around enough through that race and figured out where I could go. And I knew, and I shouldn't say I know I was going to win the race, but I knew I had a, I was... Maybe not, I shouldn't even say superior car. I just had figured out where to go, where those guys were searching. You, you know, knew you he, had an advantage. And those guys, and, and, and Sammy needed to search to try mm-hmm. to find somewhere. So, and, uh, you know, we battled out there two laps to go. And then, you know, on the white flag, I mean, like in one lap, I put like almost a half a lap or, you know, maybe not a half lap, but over a straightaway mm-hmm. on him just in the last lap. So. Right. It was pretty cool. You know, anytime you beat Sammy or Steve or, you know, Lasowski or Donnie Schatz or any of those guys, it's special. So uh, that felt really good. But going back to that, uh, that was those races really mean a lot. I mean, those plaques are hanging in the house. Yeah, they are. And most of the trophies and plaques and the, that kind of thing hang in the race shop. They get given away or banished to the race shop, and, depending on uh, what they are. So the special ones are hanging in the house and... There's not a lot of them hanging in the house, but there's a few. Yep. Okay, Caleb, we appreciate the question. Sorry it took us a while to answer, but I hope that was a good answer for you. As always, I have my question of the week for you. And as always, these are the ones that worry me the most. Um, This is fine. I wonder if I've asked this before. I feel like I say this a lot, but we've done this so many times now, it's hard for me to remember. If you had to pick someone to play you in a movie about your life... Who would it be? I've never had this question asked before. Okay, I couldn't remember. I think I would know if you would have said something, somebody. So, so if somebody it. was going to play me. What actor to play you in a movie about your life? They're going to do the Wayne Johnson the, movie. The young me, the old me. There's, you know, the, just well, give, t- it a, give it all It's going to take us. way more than one actor I to do that. Know. Oh, you think so? Let's hear well, it. Well, you, you know, if you're going to do it as, as we're talking about my whole life, you know. Just so, give us some answers. Give us some ideas. Oh, goodness. Uh, honestly, when I was younger, I had red hair. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, one of my favorite shows were the, was the Andy Griffith show growing up. So I would say Ronnie Howard as me as a young kid because that okay. would, yeah. you know, freckle face, redhead. And he's an Okie too, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I got to Google that. I don't think I'll so. Google it right now. Keep talking. But Ronnie Howard as a young guy. Um, man, I don't know as an old, as older or through my middle age or whatever. I don't, I would honestly say, and it's not because the looks, how he looks like me or anything like that, but uh, my favorite actor, and you know who that is. Oh, it's that one guy. Hold on. He can play any part in any movie, and, and he's awesome. Christian? Christ, or, Christian Bill. Bell. Yeah, Bill, yeah. Christian Bell. Uh, I, must, it, I must interject. Yes, Ron Howard's an Okie. He was born in Duncan. Okay, didn't Continue. know. Continue. Didn't know that. That's a little fact, fun fact. There go you go. So, uh, there you go. I oh, wait, want... and he has a daughter named Paige. Wow. I also love his daughter, Bryce Dallas. She's amazing. Did not, Carry on. Didn't know that. But Ronnie Howard, when I was younger, and I would just say Christian Bell as... as you know, the grown-up part, because I just think he's the greatest actor ever. He can play any part. So he can be you? I don't know. It'd be hard to. <laughs> Nobody could be you, honey. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what I've got for questions of the week. I did have a note for the listeners. You had an interview this week with Wing Nation that will air on MAV TV on Saturday. I've already set the record, but uh, you did some... Zoom interviews with them, and that was quite the mess getting that set up. Oh, my God. That was <laughs> – it was a half an hour, 45 minutes. There were some getting... major technical difficulties in regards – On their end. Yeah. The studio couldn't get the audio to sync, and so we figured it out finally. And then the doorbell rang, and the dog started barking. So, anyhow, for those – what is it? Three two-minute clips, it was like a good hour and a half of – Yeah, I'm not work. sure. It uh but Steve and Ashley, you know, they it was so funny because we had video but no audio. I should have been recording. And that so we so were waving at each other, and they would ask me a question. And they were getting thumbs up, and and it was just comedy. And then, uh, like I said, we've been gone for about five weeks on the road. So we came home, and we, everything was good through the ice storm and all that stuff. And then the day that we come home, the furnace gives out. So we had, to, and I was doing this Zoom call. We finally got it to work, and then ding dong. <laughs> and then the and then the the uh, air conditioner heater guy showed up to work on the furnace. So anyway, it was uh, definitely comedy. And then the dog barked, and I bet they edited it all. Oh, that I'm out. sure. All that to say, Mav TV Saturday morning, Wing Nation. You'll be on there. Check it out. Yeah, and you know what? Even even it's even better. Is Steve brought up the podcast. He listens every week. Hi, Steve. I'm so glad you listen. I'm ready to run with Steve. I'm hoping Knoxville has that 410 run again this year. We can we can go running. You had to wear your mask. I don't think so. I don't know. You gotta catch me. You gotta wear get my mask. Both masks, actually. No. <laughs> I cannot believe it's been a year and we're still talking about this crap. Well, what happened this morning at the gym or when the TV was on, they're talking about we're gonna wear masks until 2022 but not in Tuttle Oklahoma I can tell you that folks we just had a Mexican restaurant dinner down the road and Shh, no one wears don't a mask. tell people because then they'll try to come change it it doesn't matter you know what? I think we're on the back end of it people are getting vaccinated or they've had it you know why have we get talking on COVID because we're done with this in the world that we live in COVID okay. no COVID 2021 now how to start out at 19 Jesus <laughs> Okay, guys, don't forget, you can visit our shop at 
WayneJohnson2C.com. I actually got new stickers this week. Finally. I mean, I got home to get the new stickers. I'll post those. Actually, did you find the package that I gave? That I, yeah. There was a package out by the shop that was soaking wet. But it, they packaged it really well. It was wrapped in plastic. It's okay, fine. so, so they're, they're die-cut stickers of the car. They're not super big, but they're little die-cut stickers of the car. So they're kind of cute and fun. And Okay, well, there's a pa- I, I, you know what? I've been so busy and my brain's fried because I'm so busy. But there was a package by the shop, and I, I don't even know what I did with it. You threw it in the house, and I found it. Don't worry. Don't there worry about go. the details. Okay, WayneJohnson2C.com for your merch. You can call us. On the voicemail line, 405-362-0620. You can also text us if you'd like. Um, And always, you can follow along on our social media, Facebook and Instagram. I apologize. I've been MIA from there recently, but we'll be back. Maybe we'll get a Facebook Live sometime in the near future. Maybe while we're driving down the road with the beeve. Yeah, whatever you say. You guys, I have, I got to show you the mascot and everything. Yeah, we're going to do a Facebook Live. Stay tuned. Wayne Johnson Racing at Yahoo.com. You can email us. If you guys can keep up with all that. Until <laughs> next week, keep listening. This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you at the tracks.